Hey everyone, Margie here. Welcome to Humanity Chats. This is Thursday evening and we're here to talk about everyday issues that impact humans. Well, um, I hope you're staying safe. I know the weather in the Southeast has been terrible today. It's been windy. Um, if you don't have to step out, stay indoors. And if you have to go out, hey guys, stay prayed, drive safe. Um, and um and and just take good care of yourself remember it's also important to mask up COVID 19 is still well and alive and we've got to stay healthy um viewers once again welcome to humanity chats today we're going to have um we're going to have a guest from south carolina his name is mr jamie harrison and mr harrison is actually running for the u.s senate um, he's going to talk to us about um, some fun things like his favorite food, um, his, uh, his, his, his favorite movies, songs. And of course, he's going to make a pitch to the public about um, his upcoming race. Now, remember, um, we don't take sides here at Humanity Chats. We give everybody the opportunity to speak to their constituents and to talk about everyday issues that are impacting those constituents. Last week, we had uh, Republican State Senator Scott Talley talking to us about his vision for his um, for his district. We had Dr. Don Bingham, who is um, also running for the same seat, talk to us about her vision. Um, you know, to learn more about Mr. Harrison, who is coming on today, please visit his website, jamieharrison.com. Mr. Harrison is running against um, Senator Lindsey Graham. If you want to learn about Senator Graham, please go to www.lindseygraham.com. Go learn about him, his work, and the impact that he's had on South Carolina. And I believe you're going to learn about Mr. Graham's vision for South Carolina as well. Um, we look forward to having uh, Mr. Jamie Harrison tonight. We're going to learn from him. Um, I hope you guys are ready. Um, you know, Humanity Chats is available on YouTube, Facebook, on the, uh, on the major podcast. Just look for Humanity Chats with Margie. We have discussed so many things, uh, racial inequities, COVID-19, healthcare, um, breast cancer awareness. There's so many topics on there that you can listen to. And you can listen to Humanity Chats on your morning walks, um, you know, when you're cooking in the kitchen, whatever you're doing, and you can watch it on YouTube too. Um, guys, leave a review if you like what you hear. And always remember, I've got books out there, The Shimmy Grind and Same Elephants. I had to plug that in, guys. Yes, they're on, a, they're on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere books are sold, your local bookstore. Check out my books. I think I'm a pretty good writer, so check out my books. Well, thank you, guys. Um, we're going to be bringing Mr. Harrison in, and uh, we will see you soon.
Hey, Jay, good to see you today. How are you? I'm great. It's good seeing you as well. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, welcome to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Yes, I'm so I'm so happy to be with you. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, we're gonna start off a little bit light. Um, we know we want to know a little bit more about you. Can you give us a quick intro? Yeah. Well, listen, I'm Jamie Harrison. I was born and raised in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Born to a teen mom, raised by my grandparents. Uh, actually went to Yale undergrad, Georgetown for law school. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm raising my two boys here in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, wow. That's that's um, that's good to hear. You are highly educated. I mean, Yale. Whoa, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I was the first in my family to go to college. And, and uh, you know, my, my family, despite not having a whole lot of education themselves, they invested in me to make sure that I could get the best that I could. Well, that's impressive. Um, thanks to your family. Now, Jamie, um, this is quite the irony. Humanity Chats, it's a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. We're not supposed to be political, and here you are, a political candidate on our show. So we're going to do our best to, um, to stick to the human side of this. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do it, but, you know, let, I want the people to get to know you a little bit. Um, if you had to watch a movie, like a movie over and over again, which one would you choose? Uh, you know, I loved Eddie Murphy movies. So Coming to America is probably my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. So I, I love that one. And oh. I've watched it countless times. Ah, I feel you there. I feel you there. I have watched Coming to America too, and I loved it. But you know when Black Black uh, Black Panther came? Yes, I love Black Panther too. Yeah, it kind of replaced that for me, and and I kept going Wakanda and doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and and another question before we get into the details: What is your favorite food? Hmm. You know, you know, one of the things that I'm most known for is my red velvet cake. Um, I make a red velvet cake. I actually won the first prize in the state fair last year. So, uh, so it, I call it my award-winning red velvet cake. <laughs> oh, wow. Who would have thought? So you baked it yourself? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, I bake a lot. I cook a lot. My wife and I love, love cooking and baking. I mean, we've done all kinds of things. We took a cake decorating class together. We've made pasta. We, I mean, we do it all. Uh, we don't have as much time now to do it, but uh, but it, it's a really great way to relax and, and uh, also enjoy time with each other. Well, that is impressive. I think um, I'm going to make my husband watch this. Um, <laughs> he's going to have to start cooking with me. He does a good job doing dishes. Yes. Just not like to cook. I'm like, hey, why don't you just join me? But. Um, yeah. Yes, we could talk about him forever. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jamie, what is your favorite song? Oh wow, what is my favorite song? Well, you know, I'm a big Michael Jackson's fan, and um, you know, one of the songs that I love by Michael, and we actually was our wedding song was "Lady in My Life," uh, uh, and it was the, the one of the songs that we danced to, and so. Um, but I, I love anything Michael Jackson related songs. Uh, I mean, he was my favorite artist of all time. Whitney Houston, also Prince. I love, uh, uh, 
So, you know, it's it's Mar- Mariah Carey. You know, I'm a big 80s, uh, <laughs> 80s music person. It's hard to choose, isn't it? It really is. I mean, it's such great music at that point. And, you know, that's when videos first really started coming out. And, uh, and you know, we we are an MTV BT generation. And, you know, uh, I remember what was it? Was it uh, BT? Was it BT Soul with Donnie Simpson or something like that? I, I can't remember. But uh, it, I, I just a- absolutely loved uh, that that time and the music of that time. Well, that's that's amazing. I mean, if you ask me what my favorite music is, I I'm gonna blank out. You know, sometimes I go with Kirk Franklin because I love Smile. I think it's like my good luck charm. Yeah. Say, smile, something good happens. Yeah. Then, you know, I got all these uh, songs that I like. And you, come, come on, came to um, you came to Columbia last week. Yes, yeah, Common was here on Monday, and uh, he did a concert for 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 us and uh, to get people out to vote. And we're really appreciative of, of him being here. Well, as we're talking about getting people out to vote, I guess I got to ask some important questions too, you know? Um, yeah, uh, my first question to you is on the economy. Um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about your idea for South Carolina regarding the economy? Well, one of the things, uh, you know, that has impacted the economy severely is the coronavirus. Uh, what we have seen is that you know almost 750,000 people in South Carolina have filed for unemployment. Uh, 400,000 of them have lost their health care as a result of losing their jobs. Uh, we're seeing some of the highest eviction rates in the country here in South Carolina. And so we have to do what we can in order to rebuild our economy. We need to make sure that our small businesses are still vibrant. Uh, uh, we need a COVID relief bill. Um, I know there was one passed, you know, about six or seven months ago, but we need another bill now in order to infuse some capital into our small businesses, give uh, those families who are currently unemployed uh, some additional benefits uh, so that they can just take care of each other. And, and that's what's really important. And so um, eventually I want to work on in, uh, increasing the minimum wage. I think that's important as well, because part of the reason why we're seeing these higher evictions is because the cost of living has increased, but people aren't making enough money in order to uh, to uh, cover their increased costs. Um, and you know, folks want to work. Everybody wants to take care of themselves, but we need to be able to give them the capacity to do so. Um, thank you, thank you for sharing. You know, that brings me to my next question. We know COVID nineteen. Because you talk about healthcare and the impact of COVID nineteen. It has affected communities of color. We've been disproportionately impacted. Um, how are you addressing this? And this is a question that came from our community. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the big thing is we had healthcare problems here in South Carolina even before COVID came. Uh, and what COVID has done is just exacerbated the problems. It's made worse. Uh, so we got to do a few things. One, we need to expand Medicaid here in South Carolina. We're one of only 12 states that have refused to expand Medicaid, and therefore 250,000 people in the state don't have health care. And if they lived in 38 other states, they would. I think we need to strengthen the Affordable Care Act, making sure that it's a viable option. You know, because of the coronavirus, 400,000 people, almost a half a million people in South Carolina lost their health insurance. Well, wouldn't it have been great? 
to have a vibrant, affordable care act so that those people, despite the fact not having their health insurance from their jobs, could fall back on a, a public option for health insurance. We should always make sure that health care in this country is affordable and accessible for all. And that's really important. But we also have to tackle this virus. It means people need to stay safe. They need to wear the mask. They need to socially distance uh, do all that they can to stay safe until we get a vaccine. And that's really, really important. Well, I know you pushed for time, but you know, talking about healthcare, I got to ask you this question because one of our physician families reached out to me and they have a daughter who has been sick for a long time. And they're wondering, what will you do to um, uh, protect and provide for families fighting for children's health and survival? Because your daughter um, has to undergo several surgeries. They have to travel all around the country and they're wondering how you can help them. Well, once again, it's strengthening the Affordable Care Act. And that's something that has been pulled apart by Republicans here in the state, including Lindsey Graham. Uh, we need a strong Affordable Care Act. We need to make sure that we uh, invest in the holes in the, uh, in the healthcare system by filling those holes in mental health and vision and dental. Uh, we need to make the ACA a, a viable public option uh, where that if you could either go and utilize a public option uh, through the ACA or you can utilize your employer-based healthcare. Uh, both of those things can coexist at the same time to make sure that everybody in the state is covered. We also need to make sure that we do all that we can to bring broadband back into our communities so that people can utilize telehealth. You know, a lot of folks live in rural communities and uh, and getting to and fro a doctor sometimes becomes difficult. But if you have the capacity to be able to go on broadband, you could cover healthcare right then. Well, um, you bring up a, a very important point, with, which is telehealth. And, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. And, uh, you know, telehealth has picked up during COVID-19 times. And so um, that is really important. Now, for um, our almost before last question, we have to hit on education. Do you have any words about education before we can wrap up here? Yeah, you know, education is the gateway to the American dream. And it's important that we invest in it. We invest in under-resourced schools, make sure that communities have broadband so that our kids can uh, connect with the rest of the world and therefore allow them to compete with the rest of the world. Uh, we need to make sure that we're paying our teachers much more than we are now. And so there's a lot that we can do to improve healthcare in South Carolina. And I'm willing to work on each and every way that I possibly can to do just that. Well, thank you so much. We have one last question from the Latinx community. And they're wondering, what's your outreach to the growing community in South Carolina? That's our final question, Daniel. Yeah, you know, we're reaching out to all communities. Right now, in terms of our advertisements, we, are, uh, we have Spanish language uh, ads that are going out to the Latinx community. Uh, we are uh, working in partnership uh, with, uh, we've had a town hall with uh, members of the community, uh, Evelyn Lugo, who is up in the upstate, who is over the uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and uh, a number of other folks that we've worked with to, to get our message out. So uh, we're looking forward to strengthening those communications and for them to have a center who's fighting for them as well. Well, thank you so much for your, for your words. Uh, now, Jamie, do you have any final words for the people of upstate South Carolina? What is your um, your vision for South Carolina within the next 10 to 20 years? Um, 
do you have any final words? And I'm going to remove myself from the screen so that you can talk to the people directly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for the opportunity. Listen, in, in this campaign for the U.S. Senate, you, you have two people uh, and two distinct contrasts. You have Lindsey Graham, who's our senator, um, and you have me. You know, I've lived the American dream. I came from a mobile home uh, and now I'm running for the U.S. Senate. That only happens in America. But in this race, you have someone who is trying to scare folks to support him. You have someone like me who's trying to inspire people to support me. This is about hope. It's about opportunity. It's about bringing our communities together. You know, we're tired. All of us are so tired. We're fatigued from all of the division and the chaos and the fear uh, that has gripped this country for the past few years. I believe the better days of South Carolina are ahead of her and not behind her. And so I hope you can join me, Jamie Harrison. Go and vote. Vote on November 3rd, or if you can, vote early. Go to the polling places and now and vote early to get your vote cast. Thank you again for having me on. And I look forward to seeing you out on the campaign trail, but I look forward to even more representing you in the United States Senate. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for, um, for for joining us on Humanity Chat to show us a little bit of your humanity. And I'm glad that we've learned that, um, you know, you love red velvet cake. And, you know, maybe one day we will get to meet and um, I get to taste your cake. Okay. <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you so much for having me. You take care. Yeah, this was great. This was yes. great. Well, viewers, there you go, Mr. Jimmy Harrison. Hey, viewers. Thanks for joining us tonight. As always, you are the show. Without you, we don't have a show. So I am very grateful to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed Mr. Harrison's conversation and that you got some nuggets from that. For his, for Mr. Harrison's supporters, um, there is a drive-in rally, I believe, um, on Saturday, October 31st in Anderson, South Carolina, which is um, still the upstate of South Carolina. So um, Mr. Harrison's supporters are welcome to attend that drive-in rally. Uh, next up, guys, we have Aisha Sase, former international CNN anchor, joining us. Um, we're going to have a fun conversation. And um, we're going to talk about some serious stuff as well. Aisha has, um, she has a book um, that she will talk about. She also has been involved with the COVID-19 pandemic response, the global response. And so she's been interviewing um, professionals and frontline workers from all around the world. So she will share a little bit of that with us. And also she has been in touch with Nigeria, um, spoken to a lot of the people on the front lines in Nigeria about SARS. And so we're going to talk, we're going to talk to Aisha about that as well. I'm looking forward to that conversation. And folks, um, you know, if you like Margie TV and if you enjoy our content, follow us, subscribe on YouTube. We have additional content over there. And also you can subscribe to Humanity Chats on all the major podcasts. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, just name it. We're everywhere. And so um, subscribe, give us a review. And it is always a pleasure to come to your rooms um, your screens. Um, I, I don't even know what I'm saying, right? It is, it is, um, it is an honor for you to give me that opportunity to talk to you on Thursday evenings. Next up, we have Aisha Sese, and uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining Humanity Chat.